Are you ready to think big and act bold? Then you are in the right place. This is Innovative Entrepreneurs, a podcast that will bring you the stories, insights, and tips from some of the most successful and innovative entrepreneurs in the world. I am your host, Erica Bailey, and I am here to help you start, scale, and sustain your own entrepreneurial journey. Let's get started. Today, I have a very special guest with me. He is a seasoned engineer and a marketer with 14 years of experience in the SaaS industry. He has led product and engineering teams in various startups and has shared his insights at events such as Marketing Sherpa Las Vegas. His work has also been recognized and featured in courses at the University of Florida. That is pretty awesome. He holds a BS in informational systems from Utah Valley University and is currently the founder of Falsteru, a company that uses generative AI to help businesses automate their social media management and build stronger in-person relationships. Bryce, welcome to our show. Thank you, Erica. I'm happy to be here. Oh, we're happy to have you. Man, I was saying, when I first saw that you were on this show, I was really excited because, you know, as a marketer myself, we use tools like this consistently and we are struggling to find tools that really meet our needs. So I'm really excited. I'd love for us to just jump in if we can start talking about your company. And then I want to get down deep and learn more about what it is that makes you tick. How's that? Sounds good. All right. So tell us all about you. Well, when I was uh, just out of college, I uh, uh, joined uh, a company, a tech company, and I was fascinated by the uh, large amount of talented people around me. And uh, I realized that uh, in in the business world, there's there's like this you know, frenemy competition type thing going on a lot of times. And I realized I didn't want to be a part of that. Um, I wanted to, to um, be a force multiplier for my, my coworkers. And uh, along with that, I, the company did not provide 401k matching. And I realized, uh, and I asked about it. I said, Hey, why aren't we doing any 401k matching? A lot of companies are doing that. You know, what's, what's the purpose behind this? And uh, they actually responded with something to the effect of our owner believes that there's better ways of investing your money. And that's when it hit me. I don't want to put money into a 401k to help someone else's business. I want to help my own business and invest in myself. Love it. So yeah. So after about 15 years working for other businesses, uh, in some cases, helping them discover millions of dollars in additional uh, revenue as well as additional profit. I realized that I don't believe in corporate America. <laughs> okay. I get you. I, be- I get <laughs> there with you. I believe in an empathetic America where decisions are made through strategic counsel, where there is no top and bottom. There's And everyone is working towards parallel goals, if not identical goals, where everyone is working as a team. And from C-suite down to tech support, right? Hold on a second. Listener, I want you to... Sp- rewind about 30 seconds and listen to that again. He wants to be in an empathetic America. I mean, that's just powerful in itself. So thank you. That was powerful. Sorry to interrupt you. No, don't apologize. That's great. Thank you. Because of this um, passion I have 
um, the experts in our team tell us what to do and we just go do it. Right. I am right now I'm learning to be a salesman and I am out there selling, right. I'm building connections and networking and that's my job. My job is not to sit back and wait for everyone else to work. Lastly, what we're really building is an experiment to see if uh, tech companies can successfully run without sacrificing the health and well-being of the workforce that keeps the lights on. Wow. So in my master's program, my thesis was on healthy um, workplaces, right? How to run your organization and create healthy workplace by creating healthy people, by building healthy people, right? And in my experience and, and belief in education, this all comes back to that empathetic approach, right? To the people who work with you. They don't work for you. They work with you because every single one of them has an idea and every single one of them deserves to be treated with the same respects and be treated with kindness. And that may look different to everybody, what that kindness is, right? And as a business owner, you need to know what that kindness is for everybody. And just through those small steps, businesses will flourish. It's all about kindness. So thanks for sharing that. I am very impressed with your uh, thought leadership here. So this is fantastic. Okay. So tell me about the company. Well, we are using generative AI to create content specifically around social media. We just started building out some blog fe- blogging tools as well, uh, or rather content for blogs. Uh, and what we're doing is um, allowing real estate agents and business owners in general, but we're allowing real estate agents the ability to spend more time engaging with their audience in person. Okay. Okay. Here's how we do it. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm tracking. I'm tracking. <laughs> All right. So, um, we're using generative AI to generate, uh, social media content and blog content, uh, M- MLS listing content so that, uh, real estate agents can spend more time engaging with their audience in person. Uh, with, with a single prompt, we generate the images text overlay, captions, all at once. Uh, they they make whatever tweaks they want to make and, and they schedule it uh, in our autopilot feature. And in about 30 minutes, they can have their, a month's worth of social media content ready to go. That's what you mean by so that they can spend more time with their clients in person. Yep. That's what you meant by that. That's clever. <laughs> That's clever. Wow. Okay. Um. So how long has this been going on? Did you jump on the AI wave or has this been around for a while? We started two years ago. Okay. So just before the AI uh, craze hit the general market, um, we we got keyed into it and started working on it and started bringing on users for free and for low cost and so forth. Mm. And uh, we quickly discovered that our largest uh, user base was coming from the real estate industry. Okay. So we pivoted and built all of our marketing around that. Yeah, you created that vertical. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, well, that makes sense, right? Because 
I, no matter what you have to do, you have to test, analyze, optimize. So starting with a vertical like that, you really have the opportunity to measure, um, you know, what works, what doesn't work and where you can grow. Right. That's at least the way I look at things. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, you always want to start small. Airbnb did a good job of, of emphasizing this point of starting uh, with something not scalable. Oh, starting with something not scalable. I'm writing that one down. Okay, keep going. So so the idea, uh, Airbnb did a good job. They said uh, they, they built their platform out and, um, and they've got a, a fun story to go with it, but they built their platform out and they weren't seeing the type of success they were hoping for. So what they did, or or rather they were succeeding, but there were some improvements they wanted to make. So to make those improvements, they jump into uh, the experience itself and they found opportunities to make things better one client at a time. Okay. I mean, that's a, obviously a good business model, model to follow because look at where they are now, right? Like, absolutely. Yeah. So, so they were able to take it from, from one at a time. And after iterating on that over and over again, they found, they, they fell into or failed into their, uh, uh, their system to make that work for everyone. So that's. Failed into. Yep. Yep. You and I, like, I think our brainwaves are are synced or something because we think a lot alike. Um, okay, so I don't know much about AI. So tell us about generative AI and, and what makes it so powerful. Can you can you help me understand that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, the current AI uh, frameworks out there right now um, consumed the entirety of the internet up until a couple of years ago. Um, and when I say the entirety of the internet, qualifier being that can be crawled or discovered right okay. behind behind passwords and stuff didn't do it didn't check those things right right so it consumes all of this information and so now when you want something about how to train monkeys to do sign language you can literally have valuable content about that okay and how reliable is the content or the sources like do we know where they're getting the where it, I guess, is getting the information from. Well, let me let me let me give you a, another short story from my okay. past. I worked for a company that had a, a large team of content writers in their marketing department, and they would research and write articles uh, on a host of topics. And uh, when they were done, they'd hand it off to one of the industry experts at the company, who would look at it, make a tweak here or there, and then it would get published under the expert's name. Okay. What we were doing was called ghostwriting. Okay. And it's been around for ages, right? Yeah. But what generative AI allows us to do today is have low-cost ghostwriting for and and make it accessible for even the smallest of businesses. So, that being said, you still need the expert to look at it and make sure it's what it needs to be. Yeah. Right? If yeah. if if you if you're not an expert in that field, you still need to become an expert in that field to know whether or not this is good content worth publishing. Okay. Okay. So you don't necessarily need the ghostwriter, but you do need the expert um, brand or, or copywriter, somebody to make sure that the copy that's created is what should go out um, 
but also, you know, I, you know, with chat GTP, I think that's what it's called. I use, use it sparingly, but it is, it is pretty accurate. Like it's amazing. I, yeah, it's pretty powerful. <laughs> it just blows my mind. Um, so at your company, how many people do you employ? Is it just you right now? So right now I am the only full-time person. Okay. We have nine, soon to be 11. Uh, we're about to employ another person full-time here in this month. And um, so we're still very small, but we have a large team uh, of experts yeah. um, uh, who who are, we're all operating at the speed of trust right now, right? Love it. Love it. So, so what is your, um, you know, what is your corporate structure going to be? Like, how do you want to set up this business um, in terms of, you know, your team and, and why? Why is that so important? Okay, so for two reasons, this is incredibly important to me, um, and and I'll explain it and point out the reasons. So first off, we, uh, my plan for our corporate structure is going to look like several small startups, meaning, uh, so we have this team of of say ten people right now, that team of 10 is going to get duplicated, right? So uh, our team of 10 can handle all the things we need to handle with, uh, with our business right now, especially when we're all full time. That's, that's easy. Um, And so once we're done figuring out the real estate market and, and growing, and that's almost running itself, um, that goes into maintenance mode, right? And then, when that happens, we have we have a maintenance team that looks very similar to ours maintaining that. Then we go over to a new vertical and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So corporate structure is going to look like a lot of small, uh, a lot of startup businesses who are all under the same um, uh, company, but we are, um, but we're, but they all each operate like their own CEOs and their own. Uh, uh, developers and their own all of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and ceos may be the wrong word um like product managers right so that's so that's how we want it to be built uh, and that's for two reasons one it helps keep the organization more flat and and two it helps um uh it helps us expand into new verticals with this with the same mobility that a startup has this episode is brought to you by cwg marketing and design studio a full service advertising marketing and web design agency that specializes in bringing you big results visit, visit us at cwgdigital.com for your marketing needs I'm impressed. I mean, you fully understand um, business growth, business development, but also the marketing side of it, right? You can you can make your business explode, but if you haven't gone through the verticals and really ironed out everything and figured out a way to make your team, you know, as productive as humanly possible, um, 
I mean, you really do understand the whole spectrum. And I think it personally, I think that's why I feel you are going to succeed in this and and we're going to be seeing your name everywhere. So during this entrepreneurial entrepreneurial journey, you say ups and downs, fail forward. Can you tell me, you know, some of the things that maybe you would have done differently or how something blew up and you just picked yourself up and kept going? Like, do you have any experiences like that? Yeah. Yeah. How can you not? Right. So uh, my superpower is other people. Wow. And I can do anything when I'm working with others. Uh, And in my career, I've seen that uh, play out time and time again. So when Seth came to me, Seth is my co-founder. Okay. When he came to me with this idea, hey, let's solve this problem. Um, I got really excited because it checked all of the boxes of of early success indicators and uh, of being able to work with someone who's passionate about this and and immediately start building a team uh, that I could work with. So uh, we started marketing to real estate. Uh, fast forwarding, we're fast forwarding to uh, you know a couple of years later. We started marketing to the real estate industry earlier this year. And um, I went out, started talking to people, started building relationships, and we got a lot of leads, way more than I could handle without any systems in place. So I was super excited because I'd show up and we'd do a demonstration and I would hear audible gasps from our from our demo, okay? And then I'd go home and I didn't know what to do next, Right. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with your promise. <laughs> okay, Ben, there, God, keep going, keep going. So, so, right. so many leads fell through the cracks. Right, I, I could only call so many people and remember to call so many people, and so, um, and so, I went from this high of being on cloud nine, working with an audience that's just super impressed with what we're doing. Right, yeah, their minds are blown. And then uh, after a week or two, sitting down and saying, I don't know how to do do any of this, right? Like, I can go and talk to people, but how do I, like, make sure that, that we connect, stay connected with these people? So, uh, and so we've been building, so we, we, we slowed down on our sales and are about done with the foundations, right? The systems yep. and processes we need in place. Uh, so that so, experience helped you learn how to do it right. Uh, what pulled me out of that was thinking about how incredible the reactions were and how good of a response I got with the initial part of, of, of trying this out and going and talking to people. And I said, okay, that was an experiment and it worked. Now we can spend the time building the foundations of our systems and processes. And I am confident that this month when I start jumping back into it again, it's going to be great. Wow. Um, you know, you have a very, uh, I guess, open mind. Where did you learn a lot of this stuff? You know, I'm talking, you know, force multiplier, invest in yourself, empathetic America. Like, this is all some very um, growth mindset. Like, that's the training that we get in these different masterminds and stuff. And I read a lot of books. Uh, so for you, where did this growth mindset come from? Um, a lot of pain and suffering. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's an answer right there. I mean, truth, you have to, you learn through pain and suffering. You truly do. Yeah. It just happens, huh? 
So in your industry, what are some exciting developments and changes that you're observing? And how do you adapt and innovate to meet them? Okay. I know. So we'll... Look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm coming with the hard questions, man. <laughs> All right. Look, they're good questions. Um, okay. So check this out. Some of the newer developments with AI include AI-generated video, where you can have yourself or an avatar talking for you, right? You give it the prompts and it does all the talking without ever having to turn the record button on, right? Mm-hmm. That's coming up. Uh, we've been watching it closely because for social media, a- video is a big deal. Yes. And video is also expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... Uh, especially, you know, you want to get like a, the right lighting, uh, case in point, um, you want to get the, you know, the expertise that a videographer has. Is, the right shots. Yeah. Yeah. To get the right shots, the right, uh, all of that. It's expensive. So AI video fits perfectly into our little niche of democratizing content for the small business owner. Right. Yeah. I saw you write that down. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that's exciting to us. We're watching it closely. It's not there yet. There's still you can still kind of tell that it's AI, but but it's getting there. And as soon as it gets there, we're plugging into it. So okay. um, we use we can plug into it via APIs, which are uh, which is essentially a access tunnel into uh, another developer's set of code. Right? Yeah, it's just communication between one to another. Yeah, basically, it's just a communication yep. line. Um, so, so that's something we're really excited about this year. We're going to be releasing campaign generation, not just social post, not just blog, right? Not just an MLS listing or an ad. We're going to do a full campaign generation. Okay. That means emails and and all those other things all at once. So the idea is that we save about two weeks worth of work and about, and do it all in about two hours. I love it. I love it. Okay. So I got a tricky question for you. Not sure if we prepared you for this one. So um, who do you think is the most innovative entrepreneur in American history and why? This is a really good question. Some people might look to like successful business owners, right? Like an Elon Musk or one of the, or Bill Gates or, you know, one of those. But in my mind, innovation is something different. Innovation is a subset of creativity. And uh, as a subset of creativity, most successful entrepreneurs find one or two creative ideas that they run with their whole lives, but not Thomas Edison. He's one of my top. Yep. I already talked about him on the podcast. Yes. Okay. Talk to Uh, you, Adam. Like in your mind, what do you think? Well, I mean, how do you top inventing America first off? (laughs) <laughs> I don't think there is a top on that one. I, I think that's like, you know, shattering the, the solars. <laughs> so so not only did he do that, but uh created bifocals, the lightning rod, uh fin, the fins that you that you scuba divers wear, right, on their feet. Like he was all over the place. He was crazy creative, right? And uh oh, catheters was another one that he made. Really? Uh-huh. Wow, I didn't know that one. He dabbled anywhere and everywhere. He even made a musical instrument. I can't remember what it's called right now. Wow. 
So what you're saying is, you know, innovation, his artistic and creative mind and willingness to try everything, try to make a light bulb, to, you know, 2000 times, but it only took once to get it right. That is innovation. He did. He created America. He invented America. I love the way you said that. So, um, okay. So talk to us. Where can people find you? Yeah, they can find me at bolsteru.com. The calendar is tied to my calendar since I'm the salesperson at Bolsteru right now. So they can set up a demo or just tell me they want to network. That's fine. They can also try out our seven-day free trial, which can be extended to 30 days with the code MONTHFREE. All right. We're going to get that code down there so they can get 30 days rather than seven-day trial. I really, really appreciate you talking with us and sharing your insight. It's powerful. I mean, what you shared with us is powerful. And that's my whole purpose. I want to inspire people to be entrepreneurs and to think big and to act bold. And I think the example of, of what you created and you know how you truly go about things is exactly what I want people to listen to on this show. So again, thank you for joining us. And um, we look forward to having you on again. Thank you, Erica. I look forward to it as well. All right. Talk soon. Thanks. Bye. Cheers. Wow. What a great episode. I hope you had as much fun as I did. If you want more of this goodness, make sure you subscribe so that you get notifications for future podcasts. And if you found value from this, please share it with others. You can visit our website at cwgdigital.com. This is Erica Bailey. I am your host, and I will see you next time. This episode is brought to you by CWG Marketing and Design Studio, a full-service advertising, marketing, and web design agency that specializes in bringing you big results. Visit us at cwgdigital.com for your marketing needs.